We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. We will spend the next half hour going through the blockbuster Fox report from last night about the purposeful effort by Anthony Fauci, Francis Collins, and the Biden administration and other public health officials to hide the fact that the virus that has killed almost 900,000 Americans quite likely leaked from a lab in Wuhan. Uh, Before we get into that, I want to draw your attention to uh, a story that is uh, certainly uh, in line with what we've been spending the last half hour talking about, which is the insane effort we're putting into preserving Ukraine's border while allowing illegal aliens and drugs to just stream across our southern border. Bernie Moreno, U.S. Senate candidate from the state of Ohio, uh, has been to the border twice, as he notes in his piece in The Federalist, that is twice more than Joe Biden. It's also twice more than Kamala. She hasn't really been to the border. But Bernie Moreno's piece on the southern border, very well worth your time to read. It is a free read. You don't have to get it behind a paywall. It's at thefederalist.com. The title of the piece is Joe Biden's Hunger Games Border Policies Are Deadly for Americans and Migrants. Of course, COVID has also been deadly for Americans and for the world. And there has been this effort made by Anthony Fauci, Francis Collins, and others to obscure the fact that this virus leaked from a Chinese lab. That doesn't mean that it was a bioweapon, that it did that it leaked purposefully, although I wouldn't put that past the Chinese. But Brett Baer did a great job last night laying this out chapter and verse date by date comments from Fauci he hung him with his own rope and it's interesting to me that Cheryl Atkinson who's been on this show and is the host of full measure news on Fox not the Fox network but on channel 28 her show is independently produced she's not with a network she used to be with CBS she's the reporter who the Obama administration hacked her computer and she's been suing the Justice Department ever since Cheryl Atkins is one of the few, Atkinson is one of the few good reporters, down the middle reporters, follow the facts reporters out there. She had a poll on her site recently. And people were asked to complete this sentence. Dr. Fauci is blank. The options were, Dr. Fauci is a hero. Dr. Fauci is not a hero, but unfairly attacked. Dr. Fauci is neither hero nor villain, or D, Dr. Fauci is Dr. Evil. D got 95% of the vote. (laughs) Dr. Fauci is Dr. Evil. Listening to this Brett Baer report, I think will explain why. Here is how Brett Baer started his report about the origins of COVID and Fauci's duplicity in it last night on Fox. Listen to this 
first comment from Fauci at the end of this intro to the piece where Anthony Fauci characterizes China's level of cooperation with investigating where the Wuhan virus came from. January 2020. The world first learns that patients in Wuhan, China, are suffering serious complications from an unknown virus. And we soon realize infections from a novel coronavirus are fueling a fast-spreading global pandemic. By mid-month, the first U.S. case of COVID is reported in Washington state. Health experts conclude the outbreak is due to human-to-human transmission. Federal officials scrambling to contain its spread offer mixed messaging. It's really a big difference with the Chinese this this time now. They look like they're being quite transparent and cooperative with us. Oh, they look like they're being quite transparent and cooperative with us, Anthony Fauci said up front. We couldn't get into the lab. They cleaned up the wet market. But they're being quite transparent and cooperative with us. Why would Anthony Fauci say that? Well, the report continued. New internal communications from the National Institutes of Health obtained by Fox News show in the earliest days of the crisis, Dr. Anthony Fauci, the head of the agency's Infectious Diseases Institute, is warned COVID may have leaked from a Chinese government-run lab, the Wuhan Institute of Virology. January 27th, Fauci is told the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases has been indirectly funding the Wuhan lab through EcoHealth Alliance, a U.S.-based scientific nonprofit that had been working with novel coronaviruses. January 31st, Dr. Christian Anderson, a noted virologist at the Scripps lab, privately tells Fauci that after discussions with his colleagues, some of COVID-19's features potentially look engineered and, quote, the genome is inconsistent with expectations from evolutionary theory, meaning the virus may have been genetically manipulated. Very important to remember that name. Christian Anderson, and what he said. He sent an email to Anthony Fauci on January the 27th. Hey, some of these COVID features look engineered, not consistent with mutating from animal to human. Oh, and by the way, on January the 27th of 2020, Anthony Fauci was told, hey, hey, we funded that lab through Echo Health Alliance. Now, if you, like me, remember Anthony Fauci going before Congress... And being questioned by Rand Paul sometime in the last, I don't know what, six months? And saying, you funded that lab. And Anthony Fauci pounding the table, no, Senator Paul, you are wrong. You are wrong, Senator Paul. Yeah, well, on January the 27th of 2020, Brett Baer last night just showed Anthony Fauci had an email saying, we funded that lab through Echo Health Alliance. He lied to Congress. He should be in jail. Brett Baer's report continued. It gets worse from there. Fauci reacts immediately and organizes an all-hands-on-deck conference call with colleagues. He tells the deputy director of the agency, Dr. Hugh Auchincloss, of the urgency, quote, it's essential that we speak this a.m. Keep your cell phone on. Read this paper as well as the email that I will forward to you now. You will have tasks today that must be done. Later that day, Auchincloss confirms a study into experiments with the novel coronavirus funded through the NIAID may not have gone through proper biosafety review and oversight. 
He tells Fauci their staff will, quote, try to determine if we have any distant ties to this work abroad. Hours later, Fauci convenes a conference call with a dozen worldwide virologists. Notes of that hastily arranged meeting obtained by Fox News reveal suspicions of a Wuhan lab leak are suppressed over concerns that public revelations of Chinese involvement would do, quote, great potential harm to science and international harmony. Quote, further debate about such accusations would unnecessarily distract top researchers from their active duties and do unnecessary harm to science in general and science in China in particular. Another scientist at the meeting, Dr. Robert Gary of Tulane University, is more adamant. Quote, I really can't think of a plausible natural scenario where you get from the bat virus or one very similar to it to NCOV, where you insert exactly four amino acids, 12 nucleotide, that all have to be added at the exact same time to gain this function. That, and you don't change any other amino acid in S2. I just can't figure out how this gets accomplished in nature. Of course, in the lab, it would be easy to generate the perfect 12 base insert that you wanted. Now, there's a lot in that clip. The thing that comes across first Anthony Fauci is in five-alarm damage control CYA mode. He gets on the phone. You keep your cell phone with you. This is important. He organizes another call. Uh-oh. He's told we didn't have the right biosafety in this lab. We funded it. And then there's another name introduced, Robert Gary, another scientist. Remember the name Christian Anderson? He's the one who first told Fauci, some of the features of this virus look engineered. And then Robert Gary doubles down. Robert Gary from Tulane University. You'll hear his name again. Robert Gary says, there's just no way this virus can be this perfectly consistent with this one particular feature unless it was engineered in a lab. So Anthony Fauci has esteemed scientists on these two desperate conference calls that he set up telling him, this thing's engineered. We didn't have the right safety protocols. We funded this. Keep that in mind, and we'll play the conclusion of Brett Baer's report for you next on The Bruce Woolley Show. Well, there's breaking news that Supreme Court Justice Stephen Breyer is going to retire. Uh, He's one of the three liberal justices on the court. If so, I would imagine this uh, decision at this point in the calendar would give Joe Biden the opportunity to evade what I'm sure will be procedural efforts by Mitch McConnell to delay this until the November election because, brother, if we could get another conservative justice on the court, because we get the Senate. Of course, I don't know how we'd ever do that because Biden's never going to nominate a conservative. But this may be Biden's holy grail, his way of ditching Kamala. Although I'd love to see the debate on Kamala becoming a Supreme Court justice. You know he's going to name a black woman. You know it's not going to be a white male. No chance. So we shall see what transpires with that. It's not confirmed yet, but there are reports out there uh, that Breyer will retire, which, uh, you know, a lot of libs have been asking for, but we weren't sure he was going to do it. Supreme Court justices don't like to be told to retire, but Breyer apparently realizes that at the as the oldest 
guy on the court, although barely older than Biden. Uh, maybe now might be a good time. Okay, so I wanted to keep continuing our uh, retrospective on the Brett Bear report last night. What have we learned through the first three cuts that I played you? We learned that in January of 2020, Anthony Fauci was positioning China as being very cooperative on the Wuhan virus. Oh, they're really cooperative, very transparent. He was warned early on that the leak came from the lab and that we were funding it. He had funded it. A scientist who communicated with Anthony Fauci, a scientist named Christian Anderson, said, hey, some of these features in this COVID-19 virus, they look engineered. Fauci goes into CYA mode. Highest paid government bureaucrat. This could be the end of my career. I might end up in jail. I funded the research that's killing thousands of Americans and millions of people around the globe. He sets up two conference calls. He finds out. That lab didn't have the proper biosafety protocols. And then another scientist, a guy named Robert Gary, Tulane University, says, I can't think of a scenario where this virus wasn't manipulated in a lab. It's too perfect. It has one characteristic that shows it to be manipulated in the lab. The name is Robert Gary. Brett Baer's report continues. Dr. Gary later says a consensus is reached among the experts on that call. Quote, one, don't try to write a paper at all. It's unnecessary. Or two, if you do write it, don't mention a lab origin, as that will just add fuel to the conspiracists. On that call, Fauci and his boss, NIH Director Collins, are again told about separate State Department warnings about lax safety protocols inside the Wuhan lab. It's unclear whether those warnings were expressed to White House officials. Nevertheless, despite the conflicting evidence presented by the virologists at that meeting, Collins seems convinced. Quote, I'm coming around to the view that a natural origin is more likely, but I share your view that a swift convening of experts in a confidence-inspiring framework, WHO seems really the only option, is needed, or the voices of conspiracy will quickly dominate. Just four days later, five American, British, and Australian researchers who were all on that Fauci conference call authored preliminary findings that abandoned their earlier private beliefs that COVID was likely the result of a laboratory leak. It's unclear what new evidence prompted such a drastic 180, but private communications show the various drafts of their report are sent to Fauci and Collins for editing and approval. The records do not reveal if they, in fact, edited the new version. Wow. So just to recap, so they know there's a problem, they know there's a leak, they know the virus has been manipulated, and the scientists on the call with Fauci reach a conclusion that, hey, don't write a paper about this, don't say it came from a lab, don't mention that, and they get more warnings. Hey, that lab, the safety protocols were whacked. And Francis Collins, oh, kindly Francis Collins, the guy who sings COVID songs, the guy who purports to be a Christian, says, we got to tamp this down. And then presto changeo, five scientists write a paper that directly contradicts everything they've told Fauci so far. Lab leak, huh? Who, what? I have no idea what's going on. And they send the report to Fauci and Collins so they can edit it and put their fine touches on it. Brett Bear's report continues. February 16th, the first public draft is published online. 
Weeks later, a final version of that report is posted. Again, a total reversal of what those virologists wrote in private emails earlier. March 17th in Nature Medicine. Our analysis clearly shows that COVID is not a laboratory construct or a purposefully manipulated virus. But that was not enough to tamp down what multiple sources inside and outside government believed, that the Wuhan lab was indeed the COVID ground zero. More and more we're hearing the story. We are doing a very thorough examination of this horrible situation that happened. The next day, April 16th, a frustrated Collins emails Fauci, wondering if there's something NIH can do to help put down this very destructive conspiracy. Collins' email includes a link to our special report and foxnews.com reporting. A day later, Fauci replies, quote, I would not do anything about this right now. It is a shiny object that will go away in times. But hours after that, from the White House press briefing room, Dr. Fauci publicly endorses the animal market theory. The mutations that it took to get to the point where it is now is totally consistent with a jump of a species from an animal to a human. More than a month later, we now learn doctors Christian Anderson and Robert Gary, two of the authors of that scientific report who were in close contact with Dr. Fauci, are awarded a nearly $9 million research grant from Fauci's agency. A month after that, Dr. Peter Daszak of EcoHealth Alliance, the group that did the original U.S.-funded experiments with the Chinese at the Wuhan Institute of Virology, received a $7.5 million grant over five years from Dr. Fauci. Did you follow the money? Remember Christian Anderson, the first science who told Anthony, a scientist who told Anthony Fauci, hey, some of these COVID features look really engineered. It's not consistent with viruses that jump from a bat to a human. And Robert Gary, the Tulane professor on one of those first two Anthony Fauci, ah, what are we going to do? Conference calls. I can't think of a scenario where this virus is not engineered. Oh, and then Francis Collins gets in and goes, oh, you know, we got to get rid of this. We got to tamp this down. What are we going to do, Fauci? And Fauci goes, ignore it, ignore it. Don't pay any attention to it. I'll go to the White House and I'll tell everybody nothing to see here. And so he does. And after Anthony Fauci tells that lie at the White House, what do you know? He goes back to his office, and Christian Anderson ends up with a big multi-million dollar grant. And Robert Gary ends up with a big multi-million dollar grant. What's the price of of silence in the science community? Well, it appears to be, as it concerns Christian Anderson and Robert Gary... $9 million in research funding. After all, the virus is already out of the bag. There's nothing we can do about it. You have a wonderful lab, Dr. Gary and Dr. Anderson. Be a shame if you couldn't get any funding for it. Wouldn't that be a shame? Sure it would.